good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending what time you're listening to the podcast. Welcome to Truckers USA American. Today, I want to talk about the continued abuse that the brokers or some of the brokers are doing to the carriers and the owner operator. Fox, I don't know if you call this like a pandemic or I don't know exactly what to call what the brokers are doing this day to the carriers and the owner operator, but the new game they have right now is like they give you a low, they say a low that goes like maybe six, seven hundred miles, depending what the, you know, where the low is going or how far it's going. And they make you, you know, pick up the low, let's say today, and they give you a bugger appointment for tonight or next day or whatever, right? And you show up to the receiver, right? Because the right confirmation that he sent you has an appointment that says, you know, they pick up the load today at 10, you know, 10 a.m. and the load supposed to deliver it tomorrow at 8 o'clock in the morning. Now you show up with a receiver and the receiver says like, well, I got a bad news for you. That load is scheduled for delivery on Wednesday and you show up on Monday. That, you know, this load is scheduled to deliver on Wednesday. And now you call the broker and the broker is going to act like he doesn't know what's going on. Like, oh, I don't know what's going on. There might be a miscommunication somewhere. It looks like somebody did not pass the information, you know, and blah, 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 blah. Look, folks, I'm not going to say that that, you know, not going to happen because, you know, there's a lot of cases that, that, you know, stuff like that always happen. You know, it's like they say, miscommunication, you know, maybe somebody don't send the proper information and, you know, Somehow, somewhere, somebody put the wrong information. It could happen. But this situation has been going on on the daily basis with the brokers. And some of them act like they don't know. Like, oh, I, oh, oh, the first time I heard that is from you. And now you run into some people and people from the warehouse. This, they be like, you know what? We've been having that problem with that broker. Because we told him that appointment is for, you know, let's say for a Wednesday. And he keeps sending you guys, you know, earlier, like pick up a load on Saturday and deliver on Monday. And the load supposed to pick up, you know, Saturday and deliver on Wednesday. I, I don't know what's going on, but that's the stuff that's been going on lately. And like today, this morning I dropped up a load. And I got out there at nine o'clock in the morning and I turned the book up another load. And I called this broker. He has a low poster and you know we talk about it. Well, I booked the load. The only problem with that is that he forgot to tell me that that low has an you know that low supposed to, you know that low supposed to be picked up today at eight o'clock in the morning. Now I booked the load at eleven AM. And I'm like three miles away from there. I mean, 
uh, three hours away from there, right? There's no way that I'm going to be on that particular place at 8 o'clock in the morning when they give me the law at 11 a.m., right? Now, I'm rushing my way to the shipper. And when I got over there, the shipper's like, well, you're late. You had an appointment for 8 o'clock this morning. So we're not going to load you because you show up late. And I was like, well, wait, wait, hold on one second, man. I picked, you know, I booked the load at 11 o'clock this morning. That's when I got the load. I just got here because they told me that you guys, you know, basically, you know, work basically from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And he replies, no, we work by appointment. And if you don't show up at your appointment, you have to reschedule. Now you need to call your dispatcher or your broker and have them reschedule the appointment for tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock in the morning. The problem with that is the like, now I'm going to lose a day with this load that doesn't pay good anyway to pick up that load tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock in the morning. The other problem with that is that that load was scheduled for delivery on Thursday. Now that load is going to have to be moved for Friday. Right? So I called the broker and he acting like, I don't know what's going on. You know, I didn't know that. They told me that, you know, they basically shipped from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Come on. I'm bullshitting me like that because if you work with these people on the daily basis, you know what's going on. So don't act with me like you don't know. And he's like, well, can you stay over there and tell you, know, I, I made the appointment for 8 o'clock in the morning and, you know, uh, you know, so they get you loaded in the morning. Now, if I do that, I'm going to waste that day. Plus, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to waste another day. Now, instead of like pick up another load on, th on Thursday, now I have to wait on Friday. Now, that basically cutting my week. Now, whatever money that I was planning to make that week, I'm not going to be able to make it because of this guy. Because basically he screwed me up. And he said that he doesn't know. Bullshit. Luckily for me, I find out another low. I got another low. And I called the guys like, yo, I'm dropping you low. So get somebody else to pick up the low tomorrow morning. And he's like, bro, um, I mean, I wanted to pay you uh, uh, the tension or whatever, you know, uh, layover. And like, no, you know, I already got another low. Thank you for the offer, but, uh, you know, it's, I'm not going to wait. You know, I know he got mad because what these people want is use your truck as a storage. Basically, what they're doing right now is using you as a storage. They don't care if you make money. Because as long as you were, you're sitting over there waiting for the law, he's going to make money because, you know, he wanted to look good with the cheaper because that's his client. You know, and they keep doing stuff like that on a daily basis. I thought it was, you know, you know, basically like a coincidence or something. But they've been doing this stuff on the daily basis. Basically, everywhere you go, they're trying to put, you know, they're trying to put that shit on you. Everywhere. This is not the first time I run into a situation like this, you know, lately. And it's not fair because. I need my, I need my trailer to be empty, you know, 
because if that trail is not empty, I cannot move. I cannot move another lower. Area. Not not go, able to make money. But that's that's what you know they've been doing, and unfortunately, that's what's what's going on. Got to be careful with them. Well, another thing here with the brokers. Brokers are complaining that they only make 15 and the most they make is 20% of whatever the, the low pays. <laughs> and you know, guys, that that's not true. You know, these people are keeping 40, 50, sometimes 60% or, or whatever the, you know, what the low pays. And we're getting paid maybe, maybe 40, 50, because I know we're not getting 60% or whatever the low pays. But they're claiming that that's what they're getting. They're also claiming that they have I, I, I don't know what kind of expenses the broker has because now they're claiming they had too much expenses and you know and I'm thinking like okay what kind of expenses did the broker has because all I know is to become a broker you need a what ten fifteen thousand dollar broker bond and if you don't have a ten thousand or the fifteen thousand dollars to prove to put in a broker's bond then you can you know basically you know get a company to provide you for the uh, bond and it's about 900 some some cases but like two thousand dollars a month basically like an insurance so that's all you need you need an nc number that costs 300 dollars so basically to become a uh, a broker you probably need probably maybe just to start I would have said like $2,500. That's all you need. Now, you got to get your customers because, I mean, I mean, because if they're claiming that because they pay some sales, you know, some some sales guy to get, you know, cheapers or, you know, for them to pass the load to the brokers. Hey, if you cannot do that because you don't have the skills and you, I don't know, you can't talk to the cheaper or talk to the customer you need somebody else to do that for you well guess what that's not my problem just like it's not your problem if i don't make money if you don't have the low to pass it on to us then you know do something else and it does the expenses that you have that you claim that you have i mean just think about all the expenses that we have because out here we have to pay for we have to pay for the fuel we have to pay for, you know, we have to pay for the, uh, for the permits. Basically, we have to pay for everything. Okay? So, we have the expenses. You, you people don't have any expenses. I don't know why you guys claiming that you have a lot of expenses when all the expenses and everything that is spent moving that low came out of our packets. Not yours. He came out out of our package, the truck driver, the owner operator. Okay. And on top of that, you guys want to use our, our trucks as a warehouse or storage because somebody or maybe you and whatever deal you have with the cheaper, you know, that you're supposed to hold the load for a couple of days and you're trying to use us as a fucking storage. It's not fair. It is not fair because I need my trailer to move the load so I can make the money. 
to pay for that equipment and to pay for the fuel because if you don't produce the fuel, the money to pay for the fuel or the money to pay for the truck, then I'm screwed. But I'm guessing those brokers, they don't care. So it's like, how can you claim that you don't have any, I mean, how can you claim that you have expenses when you don't have any? And some of you guys are grossing, some of you guys grossing a million dollars a year in revenue. We don't make that much money. And then, end up that you guys make a million dollars, over a million dollars in revenue, you guys have no expenses. Now, we have all the expenses out here. We don't make that much money. But guess what? Some people think that we make all the money. No, we don't. Whatever we make is garbage compared with what you guys make. <coughs> Sorry. And saying that you guys making only 15, 20% and you guys have a lot of expenses. It is not fair. It's like a representative from a CH Robinson come out saying that right now they have a lot of losses and they, you know, have too much expenses or whatever. <laughs> I produce, I know CH Robinson is the largest broker in the world. Okay. These people are huge because these people are in everything. And basically what they do is they just move freight or they just book the freight and have somebody else move it for them. TQL. I know that well, basically TQL was born basically out of CH Robinson because whoever's on uh, TQL used to work for CH Robinson and they decide, a couple of guys decide to you know get together and basically be the competition of CH Romans. So, those big companies, they don't lose any money because they don't have that, that much expense. Some of these guys work from their house. They work out of it, you know, maybe out of the living room, maybe they have an extra room in the house, they use it for that. They work from their house. They don't have an office expense or anything like that. And you claiming that you have a lot of expenses. Or maybe you have a lot of expenses because you have to pay a sales guy to get, you know, cheaper for you because you don't know how to do it. But if you don't know how to do that, you don't know how to get your own customer, then you're supposed to be doing something else. But don't come out here saying that you have a lot of expenses and that's why you're being forced to pay less or whatever to the carriers. Because it's, you know. It, it, it's not fair and all the big, the big brokers like you know Coyote you know Coyote you know Coyote is a UPS company basically everything that Coyote moves is basically UPS and that company called T-Force uh, Coyote is the one that moves basically most of their powers any trailer that T-Force has to be moved anywhere in the United States and Canada is moved by Coyote. Okay? And some of these brokers, they don't pay because Coyote doesn't pay. TQL doesn't pay shit. Convoy is the cheapest, I guess. 
And don't don't get me started with CH Roman because you know these people don't pay. And some of these brokers like CH Robinson and uh, Lamstar, because well, Lamstar is another one that if you move a low for them and you pay for the lumper, they will charge you $15 just to issue a express code to pay for the lumper. And some of you were like, what? Like, yep, they will. They will charge you $15 because it's been done to me. Landstar did it to me twice. That's why I don't move any low for Landstar. And C.H. Robinson did it to me like a couple of times. The only company that I cannot claim that, you know, they never do that, you know, they would never do that kind of stuff to me was TQL. Because TQL, they give you the press code and Coyote, they won't charge you for that. And Coyote, you know, you go to a cheaper or receiver and that, that lump is already prepared. You don't have to deal with that. That's maybe one thing good about Coyote. And TQL, they will not charge you for that. And these people, they make so much money. They're trying to squeeze every freaking penny out of you. Anything they can squeeze out of you, they will do it. Because I understand you guys are company, want to make money. Well, guess what? We, turn, we, we also are company and we want to make money. The only, re- the only problem is, is that you control the freight and you want to control whatever money I make and you're trying to squeeze whatever you can out of my pocket without spending any money. Because you want to give me the low, probably the low, the low pays $3,000 and you want to give me only $1,800. And on top of that, you want to give me $1,800, I have to pay for the fuel. And then if I show up on the receiver and it, you know I have to pay for a loan, but then you want to charge me $15 for issue me a express code to pay for the lumper. When you know you get reimbursed, you know, you, you get your money back when you send the the bill back to your shipper or whatever. So it's not fair. And you know, it's an everyday thing with you guys up here. Because basically there's no there's no winning with you guys. We don't have any, right now, the, the, the owner operator, the trucker, doesn't win anything, you know, with the brokers. All we do is loosen. And then, on the other side, then we have the DOT, implementing more rules and more and more and more laws, you know, to basically restrict the truck drivers. And little by little, that shit is getting, you know, it's getting us stressed. And it's becoming for some people. It, it's, it's you know it's becoming unsafe to operate safely because, I mean, the all the stress plus not making any money, frustration with a freaking, you know, a broker or frustration when you get to a cheaper or whatever. Then you got DOT all over trying to put you out of service and you know give you all the tickets that they want. Jesus Christ, people. We human too, you know, and we get to a point. And I know some of these guys up here, like, you know, I'm fucking, you know, I'm done. Rather work for a fucking warehouse. I'd rather go work for a warehouse than being out here, you know, taking all this bullshit from everybody, basically. Because I'm not making any money. And top of that, I had to deal with the DOT. 
end up with I have to deal with a freaking cheaper or the freaking brokers that don't want to pay, you know. And then on top of that, it's, it's basically it's everything on top of the truck driver, implementing more rules, more sanctions, and you know. And hey, is what you want is bring new guys? Well, guess what? Your plan is working good because some of the old drivers are trying to quit this shit because they're not, they're not going to keep it. Say, this, hey, this is not for me anymore. I mean, I don't see the point. I keep doing this. I'm not making any money. All I'm doing is working just to be tired and get a stress. And little by little, all that kind of situation create problems for you. Create problems for your health. And, you know, trying to reason with one of these brokers about the laws. Because, you see, I called a couple of guys today, a couple, couple of brokers, to ask for some of the laws that they have. And I remember the last one, because the phone was like, well, guess what? Whatever price is in the board, it's a, you know, that's the price, uh, you know, you cannot bargain with me. That's, that is the price, basically. If you want it, you can take it or, or, or leave it. And I'm like, wait, Jesus Christ, man. And like, bah, he hang up on me. He don't even give me the chance to talk or, you know, explain or nothing. He's just like, well, you don't want it, pop, he hang up on me. <laughs> and you were like, wow. Really? So basically now we have to call these people and beg them to give us the law too. <laughs> wow. Incredible. But that's how it is. They think we have to beg them so they can give us the law. Or that we have to move the law for whatever prices they have. Because that's that's my firm price and take it or leave it. So, I don't know, because I remember before you used to call a broker, you're trying to deal with him about a price, and if he doesn't agree to your price, it's like, well, I can't do that, man, so that's the best I can do. And if you cannot move that law for that kind of price, you will be like, well, sir, I'm sorry, I, I mean, I need more money probably reply well I understand man thank you for the call I mean I think that's the way it should be right I don't see why you have to be so rude talking to somebody on the phone they're basically trying try, try, try to help you to move a load because you don't have any equipment to move the load so and today I mean some of them are really I mean I'm not saying all the brokers are like that because I know some brokers you call and you know they be decent some of them like I understand man I know the price is crazy but that's all I got that's you know he probably does you know he probably have more money than down the low but you know at least he's talking to you like a decent human being you know and believe it or not that counts because I mean, you don't want to be treated like a fucking piece of shit when you call somebody. I mean, at least some people, at least today, they still treat you with respect. And, you know, 
Okay, I'm sorry we cannot make the deal, so okay, no problem. Thank you for the call. Does not hurt anybody. But some of these brokers, I mean, it's like they think that you have to move the law because you call them. Well, guess what? If you call me, that's because you need me. That's the way they think. So if you want to move the law, that's the price that I have. You take it or leave it. But I'm not paying you a dime more. Unfortunately, that's what's going on. And that's the situation. Now, they're trying to use they're trying to use your truck as a storage and give you bogus excuses and top of that, some of their, you know, I can't even come up with a word to say, you know, to describe these, you know, some of these characters that, you know, they have working in those offices. And that's how, you know, that's what we're going, basically, that's what we're going through basically every every day out here. It's every day that we have to go through this. And trying to have a conversation with this, <clears throat> some of this guy, you know, like a human being. But it, it is impossible. <clears throat> to have a conversation with some people sometimes, but I mean, if that law doesn't pay what I want or close to what I want, I'm not gonna move it. You can jump, you can do whatever the hell you want, but I'm not moving that law. It's not pay what I want or close to what I want. Just because you have on the on the board that you, you want to move that law for two hundred and fifty dollars, doesn't mean I'm gonna move it because you just said I'm gonna have to move it for two hundred and fifty dollars. No. If I ask you, if I ask you for a price and you're trying to bargain with me, maybe two, three hundred dollars left, yeah, I might go for that. But don't come over here, you know, with an attitude, thinking that because you have that low poster on the board, I had to move it because you get offended. Nobody gives a crap if you get offended, All right? That's the deal we have to go through every day with these brokers, especially today. Because some of them are really, really sneaky. And they will lie to you, so you pick up the law. And they have no conscience, and they don't care. They will let you sit on the law for days. Because they don't care, I mean, they're making money. They know, they know you have to wait for the appointment date to deliver the law because If you bring it back to the receiver, I mean to the cheaper, the cheaper is not going to take it. But, well, Fox, that's all I have for today. And, you know, just get out some of that frustration that I have with this situation and, you know, what's going on with these brokers and uh, that it's not fair. Let's just hope that maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, or maybe in a month or so, you know, things change a little bit and everything gets better, or, you know. All right. Well, Fox, good night. <clears throat> Drive safe. Uh, pay attention to what you're doing. Don't get stressed. Beware of your surroundings and, you know, pay, 
just be careful with all these all the crazy drivers that are you know driving up here so well talk to you guys in the next po in the next uh podcast and bye